Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Local Memo, So she's podcast where we focus on recent changes and updates in the local search space in order to help you prepare for the week ahead. I'm Dustin Hayes, Director of Brand Marketing and PR at Sochi, and I'm joined by my co-host, Damian Rawlson, Sochi's Director of Market Insights. Thanks for joining us today. Now, let's jump into this week's memo. Hello, in our first update for this week, Google parent company Alphabet has announced the layoff of 12,000 employees, amounting to more than 6% of the company's total workforce. The layoffs are said to have been spread widely across departments, including Android, Chrome, Search, Cloud, Robotics, and autonomous driving. CEO Sundar Pichai cited difficult economic cycles as the reason for the cuts. The news comes amidst reports that Google co-founders Larry Page and Sergey Brin, who have not been involved in Google's daily operations since Page stepped down as CEO in 2019, have been participating in strategic discussions around the rollout of AI offerings in 2023. The Google Brain AI team was apparently not impacted by the job cuts. Google is reportedly planning to announce as many as 20 new AI-based products at the I.O. conference in May. Areas of focus include image generation, try-on tools for clothing and shoes, a tool for summarizing video content, a YouTube green screen feature, and tools to assist with writing Android app code. Chatbot features are also expected to be forthcoming in Google Search. Twitter continues to struggle in its efforts to find a firm footing in the Musk area, with company revenues reportedly down 40% year over year. Job cuts have reduced the company's cost of operations, but the Musk acquisition also added $13 billion in loans that the company must repay. In this challenging atmosphere, the company continues to roll out new features, including a For You tab, uh, first launched in the iOS app, which shows tweets algorithmically rather than in reverse chronological order. At first, users were defaulted to the For You tab automatically, but Musk has announced that in a forthcoming update, the app will allow you to switch back and forth between feed views and will remember your last selection. Next, the Supreme Court of India has issued a ruling that may force Google to allow third-party Play Stores to be included in the Google Play Store app. Several demands issued to Google by the Competition Commission of India were recently upheld by the Supreme Court. These include forcing Google to cease requiring that Android manufacturers pre-install Google software in order to access the Play Store, and allowing developers who create customized versions of Android software to access the Play Store. But the most significant demand would force Google to include third-party app stores in the Play Store and to remove all obstructions to sideloading, which is installing apps from third parties. Among those in India celebrating the news is the CEO of Map My India, Rohan Verma, who has been competing with Google in the Indian market since 2004. Google was given seven days to respond to the January 19th ruling. Some 97% of smartphones in India run on the Android platform. In more Google news, the company has updated its Maps content guidelines with new information about restrictions that may be placed on user-generated content, including photos, videos, and reviews. Google defines several types of restrictions, short-term, long-term, and partial versus full. Short-term restrictions are imposed when a real-world event is thought likely to create a spike in irrelevant or offensive content, quote-unquote. 
Google lifts the restriction when its team believes that the threat has subsided. Long-term restrictions are imposed when a particular category or a geographic area has experienced a continuous pattern of low-value or off-topic posts. Places with limited public access, like police stations and prisons, may be the subject of long-term restrictions, as may places that are frequently subject to harassment or hate speech or offensive content. Google may place partial restrictions related to some types of content or full restrictions that prevent the posting of reviews, ratings, images, and videos entirely. Next, there's a new survey from Full Story that finds that customers care more about mobile experiences than they do about particular brands, with 44% of respondents saying they don't care where they shop as long as the site or app fills their needs. Among the frustrations cited by consumers are slow load times, 72%, loading errors, 63%, dead links or buttons, 46%, forms that don't work, 39%, and page glitches, 38%. 76% of respondents say their top priority is completing their transaction quickly. A large majority, 71%, report they have rage-clicked in frustration when trying to get an app to work. 55% of respondents say they would be unlikely to return to a mobile app or site that offered a bad user experience. Last up today, Google has removed views and clicks, the two data points that used to comprise post insights in the GMB slash GBP platform. Users are reporting the disappearance of these metrics from the GBP interface, and Google's deprecation schedule for the Business Profiles API shows that Post Insights will not be supported when the old version of Insights is deprecated on February 20th. It's unknown whether Google is working on a new method for tracking the performance of posts, which are called updates in the so-called New Merchant Experience, or NMX, interface that has recently replaced the Google Business Profile Manager dashboard. That's a wrap on this week's memo. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to check us out at meetsoshi.com and the Soshi blog, where you'll find more information about the topics we've covered here. You can also subscribe to the local memo on your favorite podcast service so you'll never miss an episode. I'm Dustin Hayes, along with Damian Rawlson, and we'll see you next week on the local memo.